Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Scrolls v cheaters. This is an important interview, this, because we had Dean on the phone earlier who wasn't sure where the All Blacks would sit tonight. Uh, Robert Van Rooyen uh, joins us. Did I pronounce that correctly? I... Van Rooyen, perfect. Hey, Rob, how are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, morning, guys. Good, thanks. Scrolls. You've got you've, thoughts on Scrolls? It's outrageous Ben Benin's <laughs> changing its uh, nickname from Scrolls to cheaters, right? Listen, we can't stand for this. <laughs> Well, I was having a bit of a chuckle, to be fair. It was far from nodding off. I'll let you guys carry on that squirrel thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. All right. What's at stake tonight? And I know that might come across a little bit glib. There's a test match. I understand that. But considering the win in South Africa, the public backing, I guess, you know, if we're in football terms, we could say it's the dreaded vote of confidence from the board, so on and so forth. But what's at stake for the All Blacks tonight? Well, I mean, quite simply, they, they need to win. I think, you know, that's just, they want to keep the hounds away. They need to win. But I think they don't just need to win. Probably the way they they perform and win as well. Um, you know, their, their attack's been mostly clunky. Obviously, there were some good improvements and. Johannesburg a fortnight ago, and but you know you look at the Irish series and the first test against South Africa and Mumbala, you know the attack's been far from what fans would be accustomed to seeing of the All Blacks over the years. Um, and you know Joe Schmidt's obviously on board full time now. You know there's a, I don't think there's going to be any drastic changes by the sounds of things, especially not you know this early on a weekend. But I think people need to see some um, need to see that need to see the less clunkiness, some cohesiveness, and. So, you know, the good news is there's finally some continuity and selection. Uh, first time in 27 tests in charge, Ian Foster's named the same starting 15. The only change in the 23 is injury and force with Bowden Barrett's neck. So continuity's a big one to, you know, so fingers crossed. I mean, it's, it's a cracking day here at the moment. There will be some dew tonight. I think it's going to be about five degrees at yeah. kickoff. So that will play a part and potentially with some handling. Um, but, yeah, as I say, I think really want to see some cohesiveness and attack. So does all the goodwill go away if they trip up? Which, you know, I might be sounding, you know, uh, overly negative here, but it has happened in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, I think we need to be a little bit more wary of the Pumas than maybe, you know, overly confident All Blacks fans have been in the past. And I'm actually talking to myself there, Robert. Do we hand back all the goodwill if they trip up tonight? Oh, well, yeah, I'd say so, for sure. I mean, look, they've, they've never lost to the Pumas at home. And, and to, yeah, I think the Pumas, yes. you've got to, for sure, you've got to respect them. But... Uh, at the same time, I do feel like the, you know that, that that big win against Australia a fortnight ago. She, I mean, three at least three or four of those tries were gifted through some pretty ordinary stuff from the Wallabies. That's not a, that wasn't a flash Australian outfit. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you go back the week before that, and they were quite ordinary. The Pumas and their defeat to Australia. So, yeah, look, I mean, I think, yeah, you're right. Look, they've got to win, as I said in the, uh, the first question. They've just got to win, and and you're looking at that team, but they should, and I, I think they will. But 
I just want to see how they do it. Rob, uh, great to have you on the show. Um, you know, w w we always talk about the physicality, or ever since I've been on the show and we speak about the All Blacks, we've had a number of people on the show and they say, oh, we need to show our physicality up front. Do you think that we're showing that now? And the Pumas obviously do bring a lot of physicality to the game. Yeah, well, I think well since uh, Jason Ryan came on board, there's definitely been more, more of it. And, you know, it also helps, I think, the loose forwards, with Shannon Frizzell coming in at six, that sort of made it help, help out there too. But, I mean, the rolling mall uh, is a big one, which has really improved on those a couple of games under Jason Ryan. I mean, just the fact, uh, the way the, the Irish um, scored with ease on the rolling mall was, was quite telling. Um, so there's been good improvements there. I think there's still work to do, Amanda, but some of the selection now around the props is starting to help out there. So, yeah, I think we're seeing signs. But, again, I mean, Jason Ryan was up yesterday and, he said, look, that last test, you know, it's a clearly only one test. That's how they back it up. So you're backing it up again tonight will be a big one. And, and the Pumas have got, you know, Pablo Matera, the starters. I mean, Marcos Kremer, the open side flanker, is a weapon. You know, Thomas Lavanini, Locke, you know, he's a real, he's a brute of a man. And he's renowned for some real niggly stuff too. So, yeah, it'd be a good test tonight. So you mentioned continuity um, and consistency. Now, I, I always believe that the more consistent you are with selection, the more consistent your results. Do you think we're getting close to what's our best 15? Yeah, they're definitely um, getting... I mean, if Anton Leonard-Brown's injury aside, you know, he's, we won't be seeing him any time soon. I still think if he was fit, he would potentially be a part of the, the best um, possible midfield. I do like some of the signs we're starting to see out of uh, the Havili uh, Rico Awani midfield. Um, I think I think it'll be interesting what they do after this week if, he just, if there's going to be more changes next. Uh, if they decide yeah, if they can do sort of three in a row with, with very few changes, that'll be that'll be interesting. But it is good to see some continuity because I mean at the start of the season, Ian Foster said with an eye on the World Cup next year, they need to start settling on some combinations. I mean the last two years. Mm. It's been a real, you know, it's been a revolving door just about across the, the team. I mean, as I said, 27 tests, he hasn't had the same 15. And to be fair, even under Steve Hansen, it was very, very rare. So, um, yeah, I just can't know that it's got to start happening because there's just been too much shuffling shuffling around the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, for sure. And it's also another important test match for, it's a very young, inexperienced uh, front row. And it, it, it's pretty obvious that's, probably been an area where New Zealand has been deficient maybe for, for at least 12 months, you would say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and, and not helped by, I think, a bit of a forgotten man at the moment. It's probably Joe Moody, the loose head prop that they lost him. He uh, got injured during Super Rugby and he's, he's out for the year. So, uh, And to be fair, he is probably, it be interesting how, how he comes back next year and if he can force his way back in there. Um, it is pleasing to see Ethan DeGroote. And I mean, Fletcher Newell's long been... Well, sorry, for the last couple of years, I really sort of thought the sky's the future. It's probably happened a lot sooner uh, than anyone thought, and especially since, yeah, you know, they always say, you know, props take five or six. It's normally the late, you know, mid to late 20s where they start really uh, starting to peak and grow as players. But, um, yeah, and I, I do like what Samasoni Takiaha has brought at, at hooker and um, to unseat Cody Taylor there. And Taylor's quite a good player coming off, off the bench. So um, I do like some of the changes that Ian's made in the last couple of weeks. 
Um, Rob, obviously we we want to see a lot of change with it in the attacking style of the the um, All Blacks and actually see some improvement there. But how do you think the Pumas are going to approach this game? Do you think that they're going to try and beat us up front? I, I think they'll have a they'll definitely uh, throw everything at them up front. It's, but they'll also I think they'll sort of copy and paint. They did it against the Australians a fortnight ago, and I think even though the All Blacks did handle the uh, aerial game quite well. The back three had a good game. Uh, there will be plenty of, bo- I'm assuming, plenty of box kicking, especially if there is that Jew there tonight. Uh, you expect uh, Bertrano and Tareras to put plenty of test out the back three. Uh, interestingly, the, the All Blacks have just, just have to help negate that uh, kicking game. They've really put a focus. You, you'll, you'll probably see Scott Barrett, especially tonight, around at the ruck, getting up and putting a bit of pressure, even if he's just getting in the eye line of the the nine just to affect that accuracy. It only needs to be a meter off, and you know, and, and it makes the job easier for your Geordie Barrett, uh, your Will Jordans under the high ball. So, I think there'll be plenty of that. But yeah, absolutely up front. When you got guys like Pablo Matera and Lavanini, they'll crash and bash. Julian Montoya. I mean, they like a rolling mall as well, Montoya. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be a bit of brute up front and and probably a lot of kicking, uh, especially if there is that duo. I mean, I don't think you're going to see the Pumas running it from in the air and half, that's for sure. Have the All Blacks been on the charm offensive? They've been out and about in Christchurch. Have they been particularly sort of present and um, obvious to people in the region? Because it is a long time since they've played in Christchurch. Yeah, it is a long time. A lot, lots, lots has changed here uh, in the six years since they beat South Africa, apart from the stadium. Um, still, still the old rickety stadium. But, uh, well, I mean, they've been... They've been out in the public a bit. Yeah, they, they you know, they were including planting some native trees and a few of those uh, things. In terms of with the media, not so much. I mean, the access hasn't, so there's, you know, no one-on-one interviews and all that for, for us. It's been pretty, uh, it's been a little laying low a wee bit in that regard. But in terms of the public, yeah, I mean, there's a decent bunch of people there invited for the, the captain's run yesterday and plenty of, you know, the usual autographs and all that. So I guess for the public, you'd say till next extent, yep. Rob, um, the Argentinians ate 170 kilograms of meat um, the other night. How do you think the All Blacks are going to cope with the meat sweats <laughs> in the scrum? <laughs> yes, I, I, is that I, a I, thing? I, that is, that is yeah, well, they went to that uh, Riverside Market. There's a great Argentinian. Uh, when we Pablo Matera was there with the Crusaders, he uh, fell in love with that place. Currently, he was eating there once or twice a week. So, uh, yeah, he took that. <laughs> And they, and they had a heck of a feast. So I can't say I've actually been to that one, but everyone, uh, everyone raves about it. <laughs> um, I'll pull this back to a somewhat serious topic. The eligibility uh, laws in international rugby um, have bubbled to the surface again. So we're a Kubalo, a wallaby. I thought he was an All Black, but now he's a wallaby. Um, you know, yeah, in, in your yeah. own sort of in, in your own sort of mind, do you like where world rugby has taken us? Oh, I think, I mean, in a way, I, I do. I, mean, I really like the fact that you are seeing some of those. I mean, I guess with Kubala, it's always different because, you know, he, he was quite prominent in the All Blacks for a while. And you sort of think, geez, this doesn't sit right him as your first reaction. But then you think of, you know, your set to Mani Valus, who played a handful of, of games for the All Blacks. And then, and then they, they're out in the wilderness. And you think, you know, it's a bit of a shame they, they could never, under the old rules, essentially play international rugby. But now, if the Mani Valu is available. So. Uh, and as many other players. So, I mean, it's, I think Ian Foster probably answered it quite well the other day. Sure, it's a, it's a bit uncomfortable, but uh, it's, it's a consequence of the rule. And I think there's plenty of cases where 
you, you'll think this is great, this is great that this player can now can now play international rugby again. Yeah, because it's never been comfortable for the All Blacks, um, you know, to play a player who's played for another team uh, before. Uh, yeah, I, I, and mate, and, and we can pick holes in all, you know, every little individual case, but surely with the you know, the small pot of international, high-caliber international team, surely, you know, having the best players available, it's got to be good for the, the game if you take a, a broader perspective. Or, or am I being quite romantic there, Rob, you think? <laughs> no, absolutely. I think, well, I, look, I'm, I'm fine with today. Like, it's not like it's a one-year standout. It's not like you're going to see someone swapping. And, and it's, you're not going to, and it's going to be extremely rare where you would have uh, an all-black all sun turning out for the Wallabies. You know, it, it, it's not something... And as I say, it's not a one-year stand-down. So, look, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, I mean, Kurt Bailey would actually have... Australia have got some pretty good nines, to be fair. It's one one, one part of the game they're quite strong at. I mean, it's, it's not, I'm not yeah. expecting you to see Kurt just waltz into that side anyway. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Oh, well, Rob, um, to try and or wrap Robert, this up... I prefer Rob or Robert. Robert. I feel like we've got way too casual too Rob. soon, mate. You made us put, you, 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 you put us at ease, mate. Sorry, I just thought I'd you. throw it out at Rob. Is, is, you I've, ha- got, you, I've caught him Rob about four times. You happy with that? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it is Rob. Yeah, Rob is the, is the preferred. Well, I, I'm a byline and, and, and the stuff, and I'm a press as always. Rob, but I do put punch in the full name. But, yeah, Rob is what, I, what I'm called generally. Yeah. So, so, Rob, going into tonight... Prediction time. Yeah, prediction it is time. prediction time. A lot of people are sweating out there. Dean from Dunedin, he says he's not too sure. He's on the borderline. I like think, he wasn't confident for yeah, Christchurch. There's a lot of pensive people out there. Give them hope. Let's get fired up for this game. No, the All Blacks are favourites. The All Blacks will win. There you go. Who have you got? <laughs> well, I was trying to remember what the, the bookies was. It was at $1.08. The All Blacks are paying head to head. I think it was 7 for the Pumas. So, I mean, that spells that, that they're overwhelming favourites. I don't know what the odds were in your 12 and under them. 13, but I'm going all blacks 13 and plus, 13 plus yeah. for sure. Okay. Argentina at sevens. I just looked at that, so you bang on. Bang on, Rob. Almost like he knows right. what he's talking about. That's why he's on the show. Robert, <laughs> slash Rob, thanks so much, mate. Go read up on some squirrels. Team squirrel. Yeah, good on you. Clearly team yeah. squirrel. And, and stay tuned because I'm going to tell you about cheetahs and why they're actually rubbish. <laughs> cheetahs are rubbish. They're overrated. <laughs>